The time has come for the release of NBA 2K23. Every September, it's a tradition. NBA 2K releases a new game, and the time has come for NBA 2K23 to hit the shelves, to hit the market. I am super excited about this. We have gone for NBA, K, uh, NBA 2K21, NBA 2K22, all the stuff get up here, and it's increasingly got better. So, like I said in my tweet yesterday, I'm going to break it down. I'm going to talk about the new features. I'm going to talk about what I like, what I don't like, etc. And it's going to come for ratings through an amazing challenge that returns for the first time in gosh knows how long. What was it, like 11 years? Yeah, give or take 11 years. Which in the video game world, that's long. Uh, a new era is coming and so much more. You guys do not want to skip this video. So without further ado, let's jump right into this. And I just want to say this. The time has finally come for the release of NBA 2K23. So I'm a huge NBA fan. I love playing their video games. I like playing all the different modes they have. All the different challenges. It is amazing. And what I've seen for NBA 2K21 and for NBA 2K22 is become a lot more immersive. It has become a lot more open and free, like the city. Um, it is incredible to say the least. NBA 2K21 for the for the most part was getting there, but NBA 2K22 was there because you're saying you're that was a huge step towards making 2K an immersive open basketball adventure. It was. And it was amazing because in NBA 2K22, the My Career Store actually took place entirely within the city and within those limits, diving deeper into those many layers, into those many, um, I guess, perspectives, um, those many side quests, those many cutscenes. It was really cool. It was really cool what you could do to gain fans, to gain popularity, to gain success within the NBA. And to make money and, st and stuff like that. Really cool. Because like you see in NBA 2K20, NBA 2K21, you could sign deals. Right, you could do with like with Beat, with Gatorade, um, all that stuff. Nike having their own shoe, right. But then it got a little more immersive, got a little more real when you could make your own soundtrack against um, an artist. Like against some um, professional singer or whatever. I can't remember the person. I can't remember if it was an artist called The Game. I personally never heard of him, but I believe that was an NBA, t NBA 2K22. Um, as I was refreshing my mind. But it's really cool to see everything that has just been evolving NBA, especially within the 2K universe. Um, and one thing that's really caught my eye would be the covers. Now, I have a little biased here. I am a little biased. Seeing the NBA 2K23 cover, the 22 cover, cool. It was Luka Doncic. Then you had like the free player Legends version. I think it was like Dirk Durant. And I'm trying to remember the other guy. Um, he's escaping my mind right now. Hold on. Yeah, I see shit's escaping my mind right now. 
that does not really matter, but it's really cool to see NBA 2K23's cover because you have the Michael Jordan edition, you have the Devin Booker edition, or just the standard edition, so you have the WNBA version, you have the Michael Jordan edition, and you have Devin Booker. Um, Devin Booker's there, Michael Jordan's there, uh, Sue Byrne, Diane Taurasi, I believe, but the main ones I'm focusing on is the Michael Jordan edition and Devin Booker edition. It is sweet covers. Like, the covers have just been getting so much better. It is amazing. Like, to say the least, it's been getting amazing. I'm really impressed, to be honest, on how far these covers have come. And you're like, dude, they're just covers. Get over it. But these are really sick covers, especially when you get to see your own franchise player or your own superstar on those covers. It is really spectacular. It, it's really cool. And it was pretty exciting to be able to see that. So another reason why I like NBA, NBA 2K23. Uh, the covers were sick. I love NBA 2K games. I just want to throw that out there. But I like seeing evolution of those games. Especially within the my career. I spent a lot of time on my career. I have created several uh, players. I have pretty much won multiple championships. I have pretty much played anything and everything that's involved with uh, the NBA My Player mode. I just do. And before I talk about My Player, I want to talk about the overall game. Before I get into the features, I want to talk about the overall game. I want to talk about the ratings. I want to break that down. Um, I want to look at the top overall ratings. For the NBA players, I want to look at their top three-point ratings. <clears throat> Pardon me. And I want to look at the top dunker ratings. Because it just fa it just fascinates me. Um, this is where I'm going to start disagreeing with things. This is where I'm going to start agreeing with things. I do find it interesting how much we've actually predicted. And you're like, wow. No one actually cares. We I created this article, what, several months ago? It was something like that, but it, it was really cool because I enjoy having ratings, and the one that really stunned me was the Devin Booker one. He came in at a 91. I have him at 93. To each its own, I, I get it, but at least as a cover superstar, as a, as a cover athlete, you would think, well, here we go. It's time. Like That would have been really cool to see. Um, so let's start with the highest ranking. Let's just get into this. So, real quick, I'm going to read a list. It's going to be about 20 guys. Just going to get down on there because I want you guys to know the top guys are there because I could go on and on about these guys, but I just want to do it this way. Just read the top 20 and see the guys that I agree with, disagree with along the way. So with that being said, Let's jump right into it. First up, we have Giannis Antetokounmpo. He comes in 97 overall. The highest player in that game is a 97 overall, and it's taken by the talented Greek freak. And does that one shock me? No, not that much. But I could. I I I put Stephen Curry at 99. I did. 
I said he was going to be the only 99 overall player. No one was a 99 in this game. In this standard edition, like when we're looking at the revealed NBA 2K23 ratings. I found that very surprising. That we did not have a 99 overall. I saw Steph Curry for sure because of the uh, him winning their championship. His fifth championship, I believe. Against the Boston Celtics. I also believe because just who he is. And him having a phenomenal game. But Giannis Antetokounmpo took number uh, took the ninety seven took overall ninety seven. That was very hard for me to say. Uh, LeBron comes in at ninety six. Kevin Durant comes in ninety six. Even though he's complaining that he should have been a ninety nine, questionable by get where he's coming from. Joel Embiid is ninety six. Stephen Curry is a ninety six. Uh, Nikola Jokic is a ninety six. Luka Doncic is a ninety five. Kawhi Leonard's a 94. Uh, Jace Tam is 93. John Morant is 93. Jimmy Butler's a 93. Devin Booker's a 91. Anthony Davis is a 90. Trey Young is a 90. James Harden is an 89. Damian Lillard is an 89. Kyrie Irving is an 89. DeMar DeRozan is an 89. And Carl Anthony Towns is an 89. And last, we have Donovan Mitchell. Coming in at 88. Now this list continues with the top 30 guys including Paul George, Zach Levine, Rudy Gobert, Zion Williamson, Lamella Ball, Jalen Brown, Bam Adebayo, Darius Garland, Anthony Edwards, and Chris Middleton. They're all between the 86 overall and the uh, 88 overall. And it's interesting to point out when you're looking at these, when you're hearing that, there's no 92 overall guys. And to me, I find that, look, there's no bias here, but I find that kind of disrespectful. I do. If you're Devin Booker, even though he's not really going to care, I don't think, but if you're, if you're a fan of Devin Booker, you're really just there. You don't have a 92 overall. Why couldn't you make Devin Booker a 92 overall? Right. I, Jimmy Bullard is not two overalls better than Devin Booker. In my opinion, I don't believe John Morant's two overalls better than Devin Booker. Jace Kadem, yeah, I would put that. But to say not have a 92 and have a cover athlete ranked number 12 in overalls, that is kind of disrespectful in a way. But I disagree with that. I agree with that at the same time because I did have Devin Booker ranked number 14th and a number 93 because my list went number one Stephen Curry 99 uh Giannis Antetokounmpo 97 Kevin Durant 97 Luka Doncic 96 Neil Kilo Jokic 96 and B 96 LeBron James 95 Kawhi 95 Jason Tatum 95 Jimmy Barr 94 John Moran 94 James Harden 94 Damian Lillard 94 then Devin Booker at 93. And I gave Trey Young 91. I didn't give him a 92. I was still replacing that, so I agree on that. But I gave Devin Booker, who's a cover athlete, or one of the cover athletes, that two overall advantage. I still gave Jimmy Butler the overall advantage. However, it was only by one. And you're not just skipping a whole... A whole overall, if that makes sense. But I, I was pretty fairness, right? 
But I just found it really interesting. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. But those were... Those were the top 20 players. And there's some that I agree with. Giannis I agree with. LeBron I agree with. Kevin Durant, I guess he's playing he's not 99, but they didn't do a damn one else. So, it's like, a 96 is fine enough, right? Joel Embiid's a 96, Stephen Curry's a 96. I also find Stephen Curry at 96 borderline disrespectful because he's a five-time champion. I believe you could bump him up to a 97 or a 98 because of his pop performance. How he did last season, I believe that could impact him to be um, a 97. I wouldn't see why not, right? But because nothing really changed. NBA 2K22 is a 96 overall. So I do find that kind of respectful. Again, borderline disrespectful, but... This guy is coming off a championship win, and you're not even giving this guy a 97. How can you um, go from, well, um, he won a championship, yes, but we're just going to keep him the same overall. I find that very interesting. I get they have their reasons. I really, really do. But then again, I don't agree with it fully because I believe that Steph Curry should have been up there. I, I really do believe that. And you can even see that Giannis Antetokounmpo has more badges than Stephen Curry. Stephen Curry has 48. Giannis has 57. So in the grand scheme of things, there's also plays and things. And I just want to say, Giannis has three Hall of Fame badges. Stephen Curry has four. Come on. I'm not trying to nitpick everything, but I get you up this guy in the top five, but... You put him at number two, not number five. I don't know if they're just trying to rank that two, but I would pump two. But I get it. Maybe it's not the biggest deal, but that's where I'm at. The Rusties are pretty solid besides... So the biggest two, Stephen Curry, Devin Booker, Anthony Davis, I could have seen bumped down. He's been injury-riddled, and it's just not working out that much. I could have seen the man... Bump down to 89. Um, James Horn, 89. That, that's respectable, okay. Damian Lord, 89. Okay. I can, I can see that. I can. Now, he did take a hit because he was 90 overall NBA 2K22. Remember that. And again, injuries factor into his season, how he performed, and just how the how 2K views him. So there was a, there was a hit. Now... I just wanna I just wanna bring this up because I do find this kind of disrespectful. Nah, I'm gonna quit you saying disrespectful, but I really thought that this could have been a little higher. Um where 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 is he? Where is he? Where is he? And that was kinda Alex Caruso. Legit. Legit. He was like a seventy Yeah, it's like a 78. I saw Alex Cruz should have at least been an 80. Easily. I also believe that... Well, I also believe that the rankings for the 
rookies are spot on. So there are pros and cons. Uh, Jabari Smith Jr., 78, perfect. Paulio Pachuro, Pachuro, sorry if I'm pronouncing his name wrong, 78, perfect. Uh, all those different guys, perfect. I have seen nothing wrong about that. Um, in my personal opinion, sure, if some of these things are low, yeah, but now we're just into more of the lower guys. Um, Leslie Matthew, 72, right? So a lot of this does make sense. I agree with a large list of this, like a large portion of that. So the overall rankings, I have my disagreements with, I have my agreements with. Now, this is what blew me away. So we come over and we want to say, well, what's going on here? Who are the top three-point shooters? Now this is respectable. This is the only way it works, and I can't believe this. I, I truly can't believe that. Top three-point shooters. Top three-point shooters in 2K. Stephen Curry, 99. Behind him is Clay Thompson at 88. Desmond Bain, 88. Kevin Durant, 88. Luke Kennard, 88. There is 11 overall difference. Uh, Kevin Durant, I could see bumped up like 89, 90. But that's pretty dominant. And I think 2K got a right to have him. At 99, everyone else below him. Because he's a phenomenal three-point shooter. And he's, he deserves to be uh, viewed as such. If that makes sense. So I agree with the top three-point shooters. I I believe I believe that. I just do. So that's pretty cool. I would, I would agree with that one. And also, there was another one there that was focusing on... The top dunkers in NBA 2K23. John Moran, 97. Zion Williamson, 97. Anthony Edwards, 95. Zach Levine, 95. And Aaron Gordon, 95. The only one I do not agree with is Zion Williamson. Bias aside what I believe about him, what I think about him. He's been injury-riddled. He didn't play last season. I get they're still trying to hype him up. I get they're still holding out from a 97 maybe conservative, right? Or borderline crazy. But. I do believe you could have seen him down to a 94. But that's just my opinion. Not everyone's going to respect that. I get it. But then again. I am pretty much spot on about these types of things. No disrespect to you guys. It's just kind of different. Because I'm just looking at when he, of his play. Because you're like. Well he had a good rating. And. 2K22. Okay. But we're talking about his dunk right now. And I get it. He, he's a good dunker. He's a great dunker when he's healthy. But maybe that's the premise they're going off of. The basis they're going off of. So I'm not going to dive deeply into that. Right. Um, I covered that. But that was the ratings. Those are the top 20 guys. And of course I went down the list looking at different guys. There were some I agreed with. There were some I disagreed with. There were some I was iffy about, or I just really did not care. Um, but then we looked at top three point ratings, top three pointer ratings. Uh, for, uh, let me say again: top three point shooters and their ratings in that category. And to have Steph Curry, Steph Curry's his own class, right? He's just in his own section. He's in his own league. That makes sense. It also makes sense why different top dunkers. 
Could Anthony Edwards been bumped up? Yes and no. I believe that his time will come from to be a 97, but not right now. I truly do believe that. I really do. So I say everything's good right now. So we have that. But now let's get into the more fun things. Because people care about the ratings to a certain extent, but what people really care about is the my career option. And the my career option is really fun. I love my career. I was staying on the beginning. I am a my career guy. I created several players there. I was there for 2K19, 2K20, 2K21, and all, pretty much all the way up to here. Now, I am going to say this. I've not really played much of NBA 2K22, my player, sad, or my career, my apologies, but still, it was really cool. But I liked this. This may be the most fun, this may be the funnest my career yet. I'm actually really excited because this my career starts right at the draft. And the cool part is, is that you get to choose your own team. And there's no more storyline detailing your college journey. Because I don't remember if you guys, and this is the most memorable, uh, memorable example that comes to my squishy pink thing that's stuffed in my head, right, stuff in my skull, uh, NBA 2K21, they had that college journey, you went through everything, I believe some high school, maybe. you went through a high school, you got into college, then you tried to work your way up the first round, try to get out of being undrafted, from being a late second rounder, into a second rounder, into a first, late first, and a, you locked right into first, right, you're climbing up that ladder. To secure your place in the draft. It's a really cool concept. I love it. Uh, but there's no more storyline detailing your college journey. So they took out that part. They took out some beginning history of what your player might have. But that's alright. Because I like this one better. To be honest. It's less, it's less time consuming. From a storyline aspect, it was amazing. From a playing and you want to get to the NBA aspect, not so much. You can appreciate it to a certain extent, but you just want to play in the NBA because sometimes it got dragged out. But, but, I still like the college aspect. I like those storylines. I find that really fascinating because all of the minor details, the major details into that character was amazing. And so the storyline was amazing. It made that player complete. It really did. But, so you get started the draft. So for 2K23, my career, you can start the draft, you get to choose your own team. Who does not like that? Like, who would you like? You could pick whatever team you like. Maybe you're a hometown fan of the Bucks, of the Warriors, of those other California teams, of the Phoenix team, of whatever team you desire. Well, you get to choose your own team. Do it. It could be the Phoenix Suns. But there is a twist. There is a caveat to that plan. There is some difference. And this is really fun. This is really exciting. So here it is. Here's the twist. The team's fan base won a different player. That player is called Shep Owens. And you're now tasked with winning over your own fan base. So throughout this storyline, you must prove yourself as the right pick. Beat the adversity and win. 
So not only are you supposed to be the lead guy on your team and win a championship championship and compete each season, you must also be interactive with the fans and gain their support and say, I was the right guy. I proved it over and over again. That's what you got to do for your career. And that's a really cool part. It's a really cool difference. Because they're making it more immersive. It's a really cool feature. Because not many games, especially in NBA 2K, would you see, well, it's me against my own fans. I got to go to my team I wanted. They wanted some guy named Shep Owens. I get it, the 19-year-old. Now, you have to come, or, yes, I'm sorry, 19th overall. I think it was like one, yeah, one and two. Sorry, my brain stalled there. But you, but they won Shep Owens. And now you're tasked with winning your own, over your own fan base. So that, that's really fun to do. And that makes it more immersive. So you have to do different things. You got to go into the city. You got to do things. You got to just win fans. You got to prove game in the game out, day in the day out, that you can be there. They're not in shining armor. But that cool guy, that fun guy, the guy that has a huge personality on and off the court, and has a lot of talent on and off the court, NBA court, you get a job done that you just have to beat the adversity. And that's really fun. There's storylines that, I like storylines, but I love this storyline. So when this game is released and I'm able to purchase it, I'm there. I'm doing it. It's sold. Because, again, I'm a huge my career guy, and this is so revolutionary. Never have we really seen this. I'm trying to date back... To a time in my brain where I, I sat down to play 2K. I put an NBA game. And we had something like that. Not really. Not really. It was different. I remember the old my careers I used to play. Like a 2K16. 2K15. 2K4. Like there was 2K17. 18. Like my career was vastly different. I remember 2K16. It was vastly different. When you were asked questions by the media. It was vastly different. You had prompted responses, but you had the question, and you had the four answers you could give, like A, B, X, Y, and you could press one of those four buttons. It was really different. Like, you had no city. You couldn't anyway, you couldn't go to the gym like you would in the city. You wouldn't be able to pick up and play prime games or just fun games around, do challenges. It was different. So to see how this has grown is tremendous. It is so significant. I encourage you guys to try to play with the brutal controls of, in my opinion, of 2K16. And you try to do uh, my career. It is vastly different. And it it makes everyone appreciate the old, but also really appreciate the new. Because this is, this is exciting. This is thrilling. And the new features of my career, store and everything else that's... Swarm that's swallowed that's intact into it is phenomenal. It's exciting. It's intriguing. Like I like when I started reading about this, I started researching. I started watching people play this, or the trailers, or just people talking about this. It was intriguing to me. It was having me be really excited about this. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited about the other my careers, but I'm really excited about this my career because you get to choose. You get to go right to the draft. Not bogged down by our storylines. No, I love those. But you're able to choose your own team. But it's a caveat. There's a twist to that. 
and now it takes you down this route. You're getting bashed by Kendrick Perkins. You're getting bashed by all of these media guys and everyone else. Maybe he wasn't the right fit. Maybe nah, he just was not. Should have won with Shep Owens. Now you got to prove yourself. It's you against the world type mentality in the way. And it's truly amazing. You got to win. You got to be the right pick. You got to prove it. You got to beat the adversity. It is beautiful. So not only do you have to make the front office happy, the franchise happy. You also got to make fans happy. So there's going to be that delicate balance. There's going to be that really cool side. So you're going to be seeing the personal life and the professional life of your character pretty much coming to life and you're controlling them and you're trying to build out that narrative. You're trying to build it all out. So that is really cool. That is really cool. Now, people are excited about my career. But here's the thing that I'm really excited about. Not my career... I've never seen this before in an NBA game. I never have. I find this fascinating. I'm an old time. I'm an old school guy. Now I've never grown up to watch Kobe in his prime. To watch Kobe in, in his prime, I I I I was born. Right, two thousands. Yeah. Like, by the time I really watched Kobe play, was when he retired. Sad, but yeah. So I had, a lot, I had to watch a lot of old film. I Especially for Michael Jordan. Again, parents did not birth me when Jordan played. Of course I could not have that happen to me. Of course I couldn't be like a 90s kid when Jordan was absolutely tearing up the league. That's alright. That's alright. But if you're like me... You were not an 80s kid, you weren't a 90s kid, you weren't a 2000s kid to see, meaning you weren't a 2000s kid that could grow up with the NBA to see the greatness of a young LeBron, uh, prime, a prime Kobe with Shaq, all these different guys. Well, you, you're lucky now. You want to know why? Because my NBA era lets you do all that. It lets you rewrite history because that can happen now as has never been seen before. You can start a franchise in one of the four most crucial years in NBA history. 1983, 1992, 2002, or the present day. Well, forget about the present day because that's pretty much you beginning this in 22 and it doesn't matter. But the cool part is, forget about present day, you choose one of the other free errors, and it's meant to be the real deal. But that's going to be the real draw of this year's game. That's what everyone's hoping for. So you got my career. You get the my career fans, but I'm really pumped. I'm really excited about my NBA era. Because I was never experienced the greatness of the late great Kobe being Bryant. I was never to experience the greatness of Michael Jeffrey Jordan. I don't know why I'm pulling in middle names, but it seems appropriate. I'm going to roll fix. I'm just, I'm just excited. In these years, were not random. They were not picked out random. They each represent a season immediately preceding NBA drafts, drafts that forever changed the sport. In 1983, you'll start a year before Michael Jordan was drafted. In 1992, you'll tip off one scene before Shaq arrives to forever change how Biggs played in 
the league. In 2002, you'll begin just before recent and modern stars such as Dwayne Wade or LeBron James and all those guys made their debuts. The studio is calling these the Magic vs. Bird era, the Jordan era, and the Kobe era respectfully. Respectively. I am so, 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 so excited. Because you get to do whatever you want. It is like franchise mode, but you're going back in time. You're going back to rewrite history or to continue history. This is dealer's choice because each era will include its own visual to that decade. So it will have like its own animations, visuals. You'll be immersed like you're playing in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, right? It's amazing. It's amazing. Like it's Minimum Kingdoms. Grainy broadcast and simplistic on-screen stats and scores when you're running the court as Larry Bird in 1984. Who wouldn't want to do that? Who wouldn't want to play that? Who, who would not want to see that? Like I said, you could play like any other franchise mode, but this time, in different time periods, that could change history. Let's just, let's just do this. Want to have Kobe and CP free team up? Done. Just make the trade happen. Want to see LeBron? Well, how LeBron does on the Celtics? Done. Just do it. Experiment play. You want to see what happens if the Bulls never draft a Michael Jordan? Done. Well, guess what? You can. And you could do so much more. It's your world and you are the ruler of it. This is your league. You are the commissioner. You are pretty much the ruler, the king, or queen of that world, of that league, of that time frame. There are so many cool features, from the tiny details to the big details. Like, for fun, the uniforms even match the time period. You remember, like, the baggy shorts, the short shorts, the long shorts, all of it. If you remember the Fab, uh, the fab Five I did. It was really cool. Um, did I get that? Did I get that right? Fab, Fab Five. Hold up, I'm having a brain break. You guys get where I'm coming from. Was it the Fab Five? For the, yeah, Fab Five. It was one of the greatest things ever. Because the Fab Five were the 1991 University of Michigan men's basketball team. They were part of it. They were part of the. To be one of the many greatest recruiting classes of all time. And actually four of the five members went to on to play in the NBA. Ray Jackson was the only player of the five to never sue up in the NBA. But Juwan Howard was there. Jimmy King was there. Uh, Chris Webber was there. Jalen Rose was there. Um, Jimmy King, if I never really say. But it was really cool because it revolution, revolutionized the way that players did things. It was no longer traditional. Like, you want to blast music, go blast music. You want to go wear whatever you want to wear. They were setting fashion trends. They were setting uh, differences, how you would act. It was professional still, but it was different. Really cool. So, that's what I mean by the uniforms. They would match up in the time period, right? The rules matches the time period. Like, that, that, that is so cool. So if you want to have the 80s rules in the present day, you can just make it happen. 
It is truly incredible what you can do in this game mode. Like, you don't want to have the soft, pansy, uh, always going for the offensive guy rule book in this modern NBA. Go back to the 80s. Go back to the 90s. Boom, bada, bang. You can carry that through. And you can have a gritty, gutty, full punch, ask question later type defense. Fouls aren't really a huge factor. Man, oh, man. This is just really exciting. Just as is. I would play in all four of these eras. Well, three eras. Because if I want to play in 2022, I would just play regular mode. But the My NBA era is so cool. This is going to be one of the most toxic things ever. And I am just... Um, I'm just going all out on this. Because I've never seen this happen before. This has never happened before. I'm trying to think of any other sport. Sport video game that has this where it has happened and succeeded. I can't think of it. Hockey, no. Uh, I have NHL 22. They don't have that. FIFA 22, I have that. Don't have that. Man 22, don't have that. I have that, but they don't have that feature. My NBA era, with the rich history of these free eras, are just amazing. I can't believe they're actually doing this. So... I was hearing so many great things about this, and I just can't believe I got to see the trailer. I'm able to witness all of this, and it's just so cool. You could play, they have their own animations, they have their own merch, they have their own visuals to it. It is just amazing, and I am just pretty much going crazy over, um, um, over this, uh, over this mode, over this feature. It, it, it's just amazing. It, it really, really, really is. I don't think you guys are realizing how huge this is. Like, this is something that people who are my age right now, or people that really never got into basketball, but now are getting into basketball, are like, I missed out on Kobe. I missed out on MJ. I've missed out on so many of the greats. Larry Bird. Um, that whole game. A big free the whole super team they had. Oh, Magic Johnson having that whole team. Guys, that is just epic. That is that's beyond epic. That is just amazing. So that is my NBA era. Now, if you guys like classics. If you guys like returns. If you guys like, if you're old school, and you're not a big fan of new school, but you like old school, y'all are going to enjoy this. Get ready for everyone that are in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever, playing these games. I got something cool for y'all. The Jordan Challenge Return. You remember the Jordan Challenge? You remember when it was there? This return for the first time since NBA 2K11. You remember that? You remember when they had like the 10 icon challenges? Did you know? Did you guys remember that? It was, I never really got the plium. Never really got the plium. But it was so cool. He had Jordan on there. He was making his debut on the cover too. Right? It was really cool. Oh, your Jordan challenge. That was just. All glory to Jordan. That was just 
just um, remembering the greatness of Jordan. Because now you can play 15 iconic challenges instead of 10. Growing in size, of course, and this includes extort games. Like Michael Jordan's iconic game in the 1998 NBA Finals against the Jazz that led to his game-winning shot. You remember the um, Game 6 of the NBA Finals? The winning sixth championship against the Utah Jazz. And you saw him hit that beautiful shot. He crossed that man up. He got his ankles broken. He was going that way. Jordan pulled up. He hit it. Boom, bada, bang. That's all she wrote. And that's how you were about to finish out the 90s. But come on. That was a great time to be alive. You had basketball at all-time high. Uh, football was there. Uh, WCW is huge. WWF or now WWE. Oh, come on. If you were a sports fan, that was your heaven. That was your heaven on earth. It was. That was the glory days. Because if you're a wrestling fan, you're, you had like a combo and you like wrestling, basketball, all those different sports, and you, like, baseball was up there, hockey, like it was all working. But you had amazing entertainment to watch. And then you're including, and you're concluding the NBA Finals, and you're including 1997, and you're like, woo, what are we witnessing here? This is beautiful. So now we're going to be able to go back and relive Michael Jordan's gorge days. We could go back further in time to his 1982 NCAA National Championship game with North Carolina. There is exclusive commentary teams built. Yeah, you heard me. Built for just his era. Animations and visuals that make it more immersive. Plus, my friends, I believe this is amazing. You even get to see real life interviews solely made for this game mode. For the great, the GOAT, the only GOAT, Michael Jordan. Interviews will be with Des Rodman, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Phil Jackson, and so many more. These are real-life interviews, not computer-generated ones, not ones with voiceover. No, these are real interviews. It could be with Shaq, with Rodman, with Kareem. With Phil, with all these different guys. Come on, that is huge. That is amazing. Oh, I, I just can't believe we're finally getting all of this. I get to see, I get to play Jordan again. I get to go through his 15 iconic challenges. Five more of them from 2K11. 2K11 came out in 2010. So it's like 20 years old, 12 years old. Oh, I need sleep. Huh. <laughs> It's 12 years old. Come on. That's exciting. You got my NBA era. I don't know when I'm going to be playing first. My career, my NBA era, or the Jordan Challenge. Come on. And you got a regular franchise mode. Does the NBA 2K23 have Black Ops? Hold on. I have, I have to make a Google search because I forgot. Does NBA 2K23 have uh, Black Ops? Or you know what? Uh, 
I don't see any call black ops anymore. Is it is it just one on ones now? I think so. But yeah, I'm pretty sure do yeah yeah they do. And then, uh, I do just want to point this out, they do not have crossplay. EA is coming out of crossplay, so for anyone who's getting confused, I am just jumping topics here. So I'm legit excited. But I just, I just was thinking about that. I wanna bring this up real quick. Sally no crossplay. It's not made by EA. Thank goodness. Uh, but it's made by 2K. So maybe we get something down the in a little bit in the um, I don't know, I can't speak to him. My apologies. Maybe we get something down the road. But right now, no crossplay, which is not the worst thing in the world. Let's be honest. It's not gonna kill us all. At least it won't kill me. I I'll be fine. I don't know about y'all, but I'll be fine. Either way, I'm excited. I'm excited to play 1v1, 2v2, 3v3, uh, 5 on 5. My NBA era is going to be amazing. Uh, the Jordan Challenge World is going to be uh, The Jordan Challenge is going to be amazing. The My Career. Come on. As we're wrapping up this video, for what we need to know about NBA 2K23, we can see how great. This game truly is. I find it amazing. I really, really do. Oh, it's so amazing. So beautiful. I don't think you guys realize how great this is. My career is stacked. My NBA era is stacked. Um... The Jordan Rule, the Jordan Challenge, that's stacked. Come on, you you can't get any more solid than that. And there's even different shot meters, so if you're playing with your uh, player, with your created character, or you're just playing in a franchise with a team, whatever, you can have different shot meters. There's different ways you can play the game. Yeah, it's different. They're fixing up the bugs. They're fixing it. They're, they're enhancing. It's really cool. But those are the main things you need to know about NBA 2K23. Let me know in the comment section below. Or if you're listening to this on our podcasting platforms. Uh, like SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Podcasts. Uh, TuneIn. All those different ones. Just uh, text us at 602-791-2108. That's the course he text line. Again, that's 602-791-2108. That's the course he text line. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. When this game releases, and I'm able to get my hands on gameplay, I may even do reviews of gameplay just so y'all can see this. I may do that. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna create a pool. Say about that, guys. I'm excited. I am. I I really am. I can't tell you how excited I am. That um, the reason why now I hope you guys understand the reason why I've not done the podcast on Monday or Tuesday was because I was researching about NBA 2K23. I was focusing on that, and it was very fascinating. I was just trying to get all that stuff. It worked out, and now we got some for Thursday, Friday. I'm gonna keep talking about this. I may be in, in Cali by then, but who cares? I'm gonna talk about it. This is amazing tradition. I'm excited, guys. I am legit pumped. I don't care 
if we have to wait another month till NBA content, I'm pumped up for the game, and I'm excited. Release date this Friday, baby. Do not miss it. Until then, guys, I will see you on the next podcast episode or at least another video. This is everything you need to know about NBA 2K23. This is it. Enjoy when it comes out on Friday. Peace, y'all. Enjoy the deep book cover. Enjoy, enjoy MJ. Or for y'all, y'all um, WNBA fans, enjoy that too. Until next time, guys, I'll see y'all later. Peace.